know, I was practicing new age. I had these crystals and everything. Like I still knew God was real. I never denied God was real. Um, but I just didn't care. I didn't care if I came back right now, where are you going? If I came back right now, where would you spend eternity? It's no joke, bro. I'm, I'm feeling like right behind me an eight foot tall darkness, like an eight foot tall, like dark thing hovering over me that wants to kill me so bad. Uh, something just told me to Google this address, right? So I Google the address, not like put it in maps. Like I'm talking about like straight up Google it. So I Google it and it's the location to a Freemason's lodge. Now, I don't know what that's about. All right, so we back. Thank you so much for uh, tuning into episode two. I just want to kind of break it up because it's <laughs> it's a lot. Um, and, you know, I didn't want to bombard nobody. Um, so where we left off was uh, I just moved in with my ex after uh, what I thought was being kicked out. I left living with my pops because I wanted to smoke weed and wanted this girl more than getting getting you know better. I just tighten up and following the rules. Um which were ultimately for my my betterment. So I'm living with my ex at the time, like my ex, my girl at the time, and in her grandparents' crib. I'm smoking. Just my life is deteriorating, depression, anxiety because of the bur- the bridges that I built. And I was always family, very family oriented. Um, and her grandparents, they loved me, you know, but they just saw like what I was on, just always smoking, like not doing nothing for my life, and so. Her grandma, like, turned up one day and kicked me out, bro. Kicked me out. And my girl was like, no, 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 you know. But kicked me out. And so where do I go? I go back living with my sister. I'm living with my sister. Obviously, still seeing my girl and everything like that. And um, still the same thing. Just smoking, abusing drugs. But then it got, it started to get a little crazy because I started experimenting with harder drugs. Um, harder drugs as in like acid, um, never really been on it like that, but I did try cocaine, you know, stuff like that, you know, just living in that, that type of debauchery, uh, still working at Wawa. I had two, uh, uh, friends who were living together. Right. And, um, my girl starts living with them and I start living with all of us. So it was us, all us four living in a tutu and like known as a little bit bougier part of Orlando. We start living there. We all we all work at Wawa. We're living there together. And this is where things really get dark. Um, now, during this time, you know, I'm still smoking like crazy. I had I, I had very little to no money. So it's not like I can really spend on food or anything like that. Not even groceries. So I was like thin, you know, from poverty, whatever. And I have no car. So I was biking everywhere. And so my roommates, one of them were uh, uh, were transitioning um, from female to male. And the other one was non-binary. I was like identifying as not non-binary. Right. And practicing witchcraft. I'm talking like tarot cards and like collecting moon water. So it was just very dark and demonic. Um, and, and like deception, it's nothing on them. Like they were very, you know, loving type of people, but you know, it's just the, the, the darkness, you know, that came with those things. You know, I was practicing new age. I had these crystals and everything. Like, I still knew God was real. I never denied God was real. Um, 
but I just didn't care. I didn't care. Um, and so we're, we're all living together, everything like that. No bridges. The only bridge that I have with, with a family member is like my sister and some like cousins I don't even usually talk to. So time goes by. And it was in 2020 during the elections. And I was super into conspiracies with like COVID and Donald Trump and just a whole bunch of stuff like conspiracies and stuff like that. And one day I was going down this rabbit hole, bro. <laughs> and this rabbit hole was like uh, Donald Trump was the Antichrist, you know. And uh, before I get into this, I have to preface the main uh, cause of most of my anxiety in my adolescent and young adult life was the fact that Jesus was coming back. And that was instilled in me from the church that I went to as a jit. So I was like, that was the main anxiety. Like, oh man, like, oh bro, I'm wrapped up. Like I'm done. And so, but there'd be times where I'll be just forget about it and just live life, live in deception. Um, and so I was going down this rabbit hole. It's like Donald, Donald Trump is the antichrist, right? Whatever. And, um, but that holy fear, a holy fear set in where it was like, and a voice spoke to my spirit, bro. And at the time, like, it wasn't like, like I, I knew it was a voice speaking to my spirit, but it was like a loud something in my conscience was like, if I came back right now, where are you going? If I came back right now, where would you spend eternity and when I tell you, bro, <laughs> when I tell you my heart dropped to my toenails, bro, like I was stressing, bro, like that anxiety was something brand new. And what it was, though, and I knew what it was, it was God, right? It was God. And I just felt the wrath of God. And I was like, oh, man, like and, and I'm feeling the weight of all my sin, and keep it, we're, we're living in like Nona, but everybody's at work. So I'm home alone by myself and I'm feeling the weight of my sin. I'm feeling what I deserve. I deserve hell and condemnation forever and ever. Like it was bad, you know, and I was like tripping out, like tweaking, tripping. So what I thought what I needed to do was go onto the my, my patio, my balcony and smoke. So I'm rolling up, bro. And I just feel like this holy fear and my legs are like numb from conviction, bro. Obviously, I didn't know it was conviction then, but like numb from conviction. And I'm just like, God, like, like, I deserve hell. Like, I deserve hell. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, reality set in. Spiritual reality set in. And that's that's God's grace, by the way. Um, Just open my eyes. Boom. Just like that. No church service. Nothing. Nobody preaching the gospel to me. Nothing. Just bam. Just like that. And so I go into my room and I, I drop to my knees on my bed, right? Like, like I'm praying on my bed and I'm just praying God. I'm just like praying, praying out to God, calling out to God. I'm like, God, like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I deserve hell. I deserve hell. And while I'm praying this, no joke, bro, I'm, I'm feeling like right behind me an eight foot tall darkness like an eight foot tall like dark thing hovering over me that wants to kill me so bad and it was i was petrified because i knew it was right behind me i knew it and it was like it felt so big and dark and i mean it was a demon bro like let's be real but like i'm living in a house with 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 that type of deception and that type of uh, witchcraft yeah there's gonna be some open doors to demons um so i'm praying and i'm feeling that 
And as soon as I say, like, Jesus, forgive me, that thing was gone. And as soon as I said, like, Jesus, forgive me, I'm calling out to Jesus for the forgiveness of my sins. As soon as that happened, for Jesus, by the name of Jesus, not just God, Jesus' name, I feel all of that wrath, all of that anxiety, like, it was like flushed down a toilet, gone, like flushed out of me. But it wasn't just that flushed out of me. Then I was like back to normal. No, it was flushed out. And then this love, this peace, this overwhelming sense of calm, this you feeling of euphoria hit me. And what it was was God, like God's love for me. His explanation of love, like, I forgive you, my son, welcome, welcome back. And, bro, I'm over here like a baby, crying, you know, snot going everywhere, bro, I'm crying. I'm like, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Having a true encounter with Jesus Christ. And um, I don't know church, nothing like that, straight up in my room, out of nowhere, bro. And that changed everything. I didn't really know of any worship songs or I wasn't into all of that. So I just go on, on, I think it was Spotify or some or YouTube, and I just looked at worship songs, and the one that came up was uh, Reckless Love. Uh, I think it's Corey Ashburn or something like that. It was like, leave the 99. I don't deserve it. Is that song, you know? And so, oh, man, I am I'm tore up from the floor. Oh, my God. I don't deserve it, God. I don't deserve it. You know, I'm, I'm the one. I'm the one he left the 99 for. You know, I'm tripping. And I'm home alone. And so I start like reading a Bible app, like like I just want to like God, like the fear of God really set in, and and a lot of people don't understand what the fear of God is. The fear of God is not like you're scared of God, right? Which that is healthy to a degree, but the fear of God is the fear of not being close to God. And my fear of God was like if I just wanted to be as close as I possibly could at this time because anything else was going to destroy me. So the fact that me being separated, the possibility of that. F- scared the crap out of me and the fear of god set in for me to get closer whatever um so i was feeling that and then my 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 girl comes home bro and i'm trying to explain to her what just happened to me like how i just had this interaction with jesus christ um and i'm, I'm trying to explain it to her and i'm like there's gonna be such a there's gonna be a shift and the evil of this world will be overcome and substituted by by goodness of the universe. Like I'm trying to explain to her uh, how I just, you know, how I just had an encounter with Jesus Christ with new age terminology. So it don't work. But um, yeah, that's what was happening. And eventually I just told her, like, yeah, like I, I like I I experienced God like it was God, you know, she was skeptical. You know, she was skeptical about it because she was like an atheist, but she knows of God, you know, and everything like that. Um, so she was like skeptical and stuff. But when I tell you uh, zeal, like a zeal kicked in, like an unhealthy zeal. I was like, I ain't never fornicating again. So I hope you can keep it in your pants till marriage because that's not me. That's not me. You better stop that smoking, too. You better sm- stop smoking on that pack and stuff like that because I'm done. That's not me no more. You know, like like you like that. That, that stuff is going to send you to hell if you don't like that type of zeal, bro. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so it was just very bad. It was just very bad. To, that's the worst form of evangelism. Bro. Um, but eh, whichever, whichever. Uh, that's what was happening is like, it's just like a super zeal. And the only other person that I had in my contact list that I could speak of that I knew who knew of God was my cousin, 
right, was my cousin. I told him everything that had happened and everything. And he said, yo, we need to talk. We need to talk. I was like, all right, bet. So we go meet up and we just walking around outside. And I'm pretty much explaining everything to him. And uh, he had told me at that time, um, if you don't get baptized in water in the name of Jesus, you're going to hell. And so then I'm like, <laughs> you know, tripping because I'm already like super on edge. I have no idea what's going on. All I know is Jesus is real. And, you know, I'm like, OK, bet, 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 bet. like I'm going to get, get baptized. I get baptized. Bro. I get baptized. And, you know, um, whatever theology you hold, whatever, like I'm not trying to this, this is not to, you know, attack nobody or nothing like that. This is just my testimony this is what happened. And so, um. So I was like, I bet I'll get back to I'll get back to bro. And so I hit up my mom's. I'm hitting up, you know, my sister, Wooty Woo, just a whole bunch of people. Like, hey, I'm getting baptized if you want to come. Blah, blah, blah. My mom, she's a, a, you know, a follower of Christ. And she's like, oh, my prodigal son returns, you know. Um, and so uh, my my girl was, she was skeptical, obviously. She's like, oh, I don't know, but she's going to go to the baptism. So I was like, all right, bet. And so uh, he sends me a location. That I, I had to go. Like we were gonna get baptized at this place. I was like, "All right, cool." Um, and so I was on the phone with my mom, let her know I was gonna get baptized. I got the, I got the the text message, and uh, something just told me to Google this address, right? So I Google the address, not like put it in maps. Like I'm talking about, like straight up Google it. So I Google it, and it's the location to a Freemasons lodge. Now, I don't know what that's about, right? It could be this, that. It could be this, this, whatever. Um, but at that time, bro, I was tripping. I didn't want no form of explanation from nobody as to why this place was at a Freemasons Lodge. I didn't want none of that. I, all I knew was I was tripping. I was like having a panic attack with my mom on the phone. And I told her about this. And she was like, do you feel peace right now? I was like, no. No, I don't. And then she was like, then that's not from God. That's not from God. And that's episode two. I'm going to cut it off right there. Um, you'll figure out what happens after that because <laughs> it gets a little bit wilder. Um, but I, I don't want to extend it too long. So thank you so much for tuning into episode two. Watch out for episode three coming out soon. Uh, appreciate you guys for tuning into Raw. Uh, Y'all have a great day. Thank you so much. <laughs>